You are listening to Normalized Crime, an in-depth look at gang life and all the effects that come along with it. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Normalized Crime. I'm Eric. Berto here. And Berto, we're back again, and the subject of this episode is pranks. So what kind of pranks do you recall in your fine days? Uh, so we had a wide range, right? We had a wide, <laughs> we had a, we had a big spectrum of, of what we would consider pranks. A lot of things probably borderline uh, criminal and, and definitely dangerous. So I don't know what kind of pranks maybe you grew up with or anybody else grew up with, but, you know, I thought I'd, I'd shed a little light on, on kind of how we used to find a little fun in, in, in different types of parts of our lives. Uh, so, you know, the first one, I don't think, you know, I can give you a specific story, but it was more of just a, a generalized time. And what we had, we had paintball wars. So, you know, initially it just started off one of the guys going and shooting at like the two threes. Um, so, so when I, when I say we, I'm, I'm, I'm considering like the two threes and one nines, cause we were the two that kind of, you know, we interacted a lot more. So, you know, usually when I say we, it's, it's just our two chapters. So that's usually how it started, right? It was just one guy, he goes, you know, shoots a couple of the guys hanging out on 23rd North up with a paintball gun <laughs> and, and one of the guys got clipped. So, you know, naturally there's a revenge element. So they come back. You know, they got a couple of our guys, you know, caught them slipping, you know, shot a couple of them up. So then now it becomes like a, uh, it comes a, a real competition. I mean, as I refer to all the time, like, you know, me and the guys I was with, you know, we take competition seriously. You know I mean? We want to win. And then it was in, it was kind of in the wheelhouse of what we were doing in life anyway, right? Like creeping through gangways, trying to find guys, you know, so we started taking it to a whole nother level, man. I mean, we started like, you know, like popping out from behind dumpsters on these guys, you know what I mean? Showing up in their gangways <laughs> and just, I mean, just, they were giving it to them, man. And, and we even got some of the stories. We did get some of the stories involved, but they didn't really, they didn't really have a chance. They didn't really fight back, you know? So the, the two threes got us a couple of times and, and I'll give you this, right? The two threes, they had, you know, they had older um, Kings at this time during this, this, uh, this paintball war. Right. So, I mean, just being honest, right, they had more funds, right? Like we were younger kids. I mean, we'd gather up a couple, you know, scraps and go get, you know, we put together whatever we could. These dudes came out with like Uzi drums with paintball guns. I mean, they they had they had the most exclusive you know what I mean, paintball <laughs> guns there was out there, man. High CO2. You know, we got like little 22s basically, you know what I mean? But we were so good at like creeping and catching them, you know, catching them not looking that we were ultimately winning. And then they, you know, one of the guys, it, you know, it's always what it is, right? Like one of the guys took it too serious. He got hit. And and then right away he's like, oh, you know, it's going to turn into something serious because what if they think, uh, you know, what if one of the guys thinks it's one of the flakes creeping through the gangway like you guys are, you know, and, and then they took it to 100 level. And it made sense, right? So, yeah, we had to stop the, the paintball wars. And uh, now it, it makes sense, though, right? Like. You know, I'll give a, I'll give a, it's, this is a dark turn, right? But, but it, it's, it's, it's necessary to show why what he was saying was actually, it, it had some credibility. So there was a time, this is way before my time. This is like the early nineties, but I know the story because it's been like handed down, you know, through, you know, the generations of different Kings. 
and there was a there was a younger king man and um you know they were going through a similar stage that we were where you know they would they would basically test each other and it's called false flagging right and i've explained this before on a four-part podcast with false flagging is right where basically you claim to be a different gang um just to see if the other guys would 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 flag you down and, and represent their gang right so yeah in in my instance we were doing it to to rival gang members to basically trick them to to make us believe or make you know to let us know that they were what they are so in this instance in the 90s what it was was a king um he was a future king faking like he was a rival so it's a little different he was faking like he was a rival to see if you know the guys in the hood were ready you know and if they were on point so it's funny because it's like little kid stuff but it's it's it really meant something back then um so semantically right he came through and he said Literally, he said cake twice. Say cake twice once for me. Cake twice or or cake cake? Yeah, say 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 Right, cake cake. Okay. okay. So if you say that really loud, if you say it really loud and really fast, it sounds like cake cake. Right. Right, which is, which is King Killer, right? So when he yelled it in the neighborhood, you know, the guys heard it. And it sounded like what you think it sounds like. And then one of the guys shot from the roof and ended up killing the kid. Oh no. So it was like I it's not it's not a prank, but it's something where like, you know, it changes the dynamic of, you know, like testing each other and playing with each other. And that's why there was some credibility what he was saying about like, hey, listen, guys are creeping in gangways. What if a guy pulls out a real gun and shoots him thinking that he's a flake? You know, now who's wrong? So he had some he had some there was a good point in what he was saying. And um and so, you know, we had to stop doing that. You know, that was, that was, that was one, uh, one of the prank wars we had to stop doing. So, um, so I, I, I'm going to segue on this because I actually, that isn't that much far from, uh, from a prank that we used to do as kids too. And, okay. and that was, um, when, when one of my high school jobs was that we worked at a Taco Bell, me and a friend of mine. And so we discovered that the guacamole gun you could sit literally on one side of the Taco Bell and you could shoot the guacamole gun and it would shoot straight across the, across the room. So one year for homecoming, we stole the guacamole gun from Taco Bell and we would just drive, we just drove around and shot everybody with guacamole for the, for the evening. Okay. So it's kind of similar to, <laughs> yeah, so you guys it's, weren't, it's similar. you're not that far off from, uh, from, Okay. The average person. All right. Well, so. let me let me uh okay, let me take a let me take a step up then. Okay. All right. So so it always gets it always gets worse. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh so another thing we started doing, it happened on a whim. And actually we started it. Um one nines, I mean. When I say we, I mean one nine. So uh basically there was a there was a twenty third street guy that, that he hung out with us a lot, right? He was kind of like real close with us. He was almost more close with us than he was with two three, but that's neither here nor there. So what ended up happening was it was a bunch of one nines there. There was always like how you say it, like lighthearted, um, you know, like uh, antagonizing each other. You know what I mean? And it was always about one nine versus two three and two three versus one nine, and it went back and forth. Who was the you know? It's it just it was literally a competition all the time. And and so the guy that's over there, like naturally he sees he's around us a lot. So he sees what we're doing and he, you know, he can't really challenge what we're saying. But at the same time, like he's got pride. He's from two, three. So he starts like puffing up, you know what I mean? And in two, three. And then, and then I don't know who it was who I can't remember who like came up with the idea, but they're basically like, man, let's kidnap this dude. 
and, and, and you know, it started as a joke. It started as a joke. They're like, man, let's kidnap this dude. So, so you know, naturally, everybody surrounded him, right? They surround him. They, they, they tie him up, right? So, so now we got him tied up, right? And he's mad. He's talking crazy. And, uh, and we tell him, you know what? We ain't letting you go until Deuce Trey comes for you, right? So we call up the two threes. We call up a couple two threes. But listen, we got such and such, man. Unless y'all bring us over a 24-pack and a blunt of hydro, you ain't getting them back. Right? <laughs> so, so like, what? They're like, yeah, we ain't, you, you ain't getting them back. So they know already what, you know what I mean? Like, we initiated the game. So we end up getting our ransom. They get him, right? So uh, now I'm going to tell this next story, man. And it's funny, right? It, 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 it is. But, you know, in this life, man, there's always, there's always, you know, yeah, there's fun parts, but there's, there's, uh, there's reality and there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of sad parts and bad parts too, man. And the story I want to tell, man, is about a guy that I've been mentioning a few times. I mentioned him a couple, I mentioned him in the last episode, I believe. Uh, he was around a lot. I've known him since elementary school. His name's Rick. And I mentioned Rick a lot. And he's, he's a part of the prank, right? But, um, you know, full disclosure, I grew up with Rick, right? He's been my boy. He was my boy forever, man. And he, he was indicted with us. Wasn't, he wasn't, he didn't face much time. He, uh, he ended up getting out before, before a lot of people, he didn't get a much, he didn't get much time. And, uh, there was a little bit, you know, there was a little bit of, of dirt on him a little bit, you know, that he cooperated and, and, uh, basically when he got out, he wasn't around, he wasn't around the Kings anymore. Um, but you know, Rick was a hood guy. He grew up in the hood, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and so he still had a lot of hood connections and, and that's just kind of how it is when you grow up on the South side, you know, there's really nowhere else to go. And, and if you're not with one group, you're going to be with another or, 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 you know, connected to another group. It's just how it goes. That's why the South Side is toxic. And you, anyway, just let so, me interrupt one second. Just just to clarify it, Rick was the guy that actually got maced in the previous episode, right? Yeah, by the cops. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yep, yep. So I'm telling you, Rick's in a lot of stories. He's in a lot of my stories. He's gonna be in a lot of my stories. He's he's been there for a long time, man. I'm talking about I got a lot of stories of Rick, funny stories of Rick. And I know his family, man. Like he's a good dude. Like he's literally he was like a brother, man. And so uh Basically, man, he ended up getting involved and hanging around with a couple, you know, a couple younger cats. You know, Rick's a year older than me, and you know, he he didn't want to let it go. You know, is what is is kind of the saying, right? You don't want to let it go. You don't want the streets go. You kind of you still want to be young. You still want to be, you know, hanging out. And and he ended up doing that, man. He ended up hanging out with a couple of the younger kids and ended up getting in between a beef between one of the young kids who was actually a Spanish Cobra and some other guys. And uh, one night, man, they came over there to basically talk to Rick um, about the, the, you know, the beef with the other guy and they end up shooting him, killing him. And, uh, you know, I've known Rick my whole life, man. He literally just died last year in 21. And, uh, you know, the guys are still, they're still going to court and on trial for it, man. It was, it was definitely a heartbreaker. He's, he was my boy for a long time. So even, even out the game, you know, like I mentioned the story before, man, with my guy, Jason, who was from 23rd, you know, even when you get out the game, you're never really safe, man. It's like, you know, Sometimes it's, it, you know, who knows, man, it could be anything. And that's why you know, I always harp on just your environment, where you're at is, is really going to dictate, you know, what, what kind of success you have. So anyways, you know, now we got that out the way, um, we'll move forward. <laughs> Not a great segue, but, but, you know, we'll move forward. So Rick, right. He, he, uh, when he was around, he wasn't always the brightest guy. Right? Rick wasn't <laughs> he, he was, he wasn't, he wasn't quite little wolf, right. He's not, he wasn't like that. But Rick would just get drunk and, and you know, and he was kind of like happy-go-lucky and he would be around everybody. I believe, I and, believe, and so, I believe you refer to him as uh, the guy from old school, right? In the last episode. Was that Rick? 
No, 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 no. no. That's Joey. That was Joey. That was okay, Joey. okay. <laughs> yeah, that's Joey. Yeah, that's Joey. Now, this, Rick, Rick's, Rick, Rick can actually drink. He can really drink a lot. But it's just he gets, you know, he gets like super careless, right? Like really, really careless. So being Rick, being drunk, he ends up going by um, one of the two threes house, knowing that we're at, you know, we're at it with these guys right now. So he goes over there, right? And we know it. And we tell him like, yo, bro, like, you know, like, watch out, man. Like they're trying to get you, you know, and, 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 you know, like I said, we're all younger, right? So these are older guys, right? They got, they probably got jobs or whatever. They're hustling. We're young guys. We ain't got money like mm-hmm. that. Right. So we tell them like, yo, Rick, we can't really afford to bail you <laughs> out, man. They hem you up. So, so they do, right. They hem them up. They got them. Right. And the only way we know, and this is, this is old, man. I don't know if you remember the flip phones, right? Oh you know, yeah. Oh yeah. How far, this is how far I go, right? So you could take the, you know, the the <laughs> the most messed up video you could possibly take, you could take on them phones, right? It's like shaky, it's you know what I mean, it's it's you can barely see it, isn't clear. So we get a we get a text or whatever it is, they send the video and it's Rick and he's butt naked in the bathtub. <laughs> and he's tied up. Oh no. And he's tied up, man. And <laughs> and so and they're beating them with milk, uh, 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 milk cartons. The uh, what holds the eggs, right? Not hitting, not, not hitting them hard, right? But they're just beating them with it just to make a point. And I listen, we want. They're like, we want two twenty-four packs <laughs> and, and a blunt of hydro, or you ain't getting Rick back. And 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 so so my my brother was mad, right? That Rick got caught at first, right? Because he just told him. So he's like, keep him. He hung up, right? So, so my brother's mad. He's like, damn, man. My brother's like, man, what are we gonna do, man? We can't just leave Rick over there. Right? So they call him back, they call him back, they call him back. Yeah, listen, man. We told him we're like, we need a negotiation. We can't afford the two twenty-four packs. We can get you a blunt of hydro though, right? And you gotta remember at this time, hydro was like the cream of the crop. So, you know, nowadays, like they got weed that is just their dirt weed is like some crazy name stuff that's gonna have yeah, it's gonna have you high for like three weeks, right? So this back in the day, you know, hydro is like top notch, right? So so we're like, you know, we're going to get you a blunt of hydro. They're like, all right, we'll, we'll settle. We'll settle for a blunt of hydro. So, uh, you know, my brother, my brother's smart, man, but he's a funny dude, right? So what my brother does, so so we smoke, we used to smoke blunts, right? And I don't know if, yeah, if anybody in the listeners here know the terminology. I might sound stupid for explaining this, but I'll do it. So blunt is basically, it's a cigar, right? You cut it and you, you take the tobacco out and then you stuff it with weed and you roll it up and you smoke that. Right. So that's a blunt. Really simple. So what my brother did, right? It was actually genius. He did it like he would regularly, he did it like he would regularly roll up a blunt. He cut it, dumped out the, the tobacco, broke it up, right? And then put the tobacco back in the middle, rolled it up and stuffed the tips with a piece of weed on each end. So now it looks like it's... This is not going to so go it well. looks like it's a blunt. So now it looks like it's a blunt, right? So, so we, no, it actually went perfect. So we took it and we're like, all right, same time, man, you let Rick go. Rick's in his boxers now, you know, he's still tied up. We're laughing. I'm trying not to laugh. And then finally they let Rick go, man. We give him the blunt, right? They're like, yeah, that's what we thought. Like, caught y'all slipping, right? So we're like, all right, man, we're going to talk to y'all later. So we left. As soon as we left, we get a call. They're like, hey, man, this is, this is tobacco. Yo, we were laughing so hard, man. They were laughing hard. They knew they got God. You can't do nothing. Man, that was so funny, man. That was, that was, uh, that was probably one of the funnest times. I mean, after that, it was, it was just, Guys were on point, you know, it would turn into, you know, people try to snatch you up and then, and you know, nobody could ever do it. So it kind of just died out. There was never nothing that serious came from it. Just kind of died out. So, so, but people tried to do it. Were, was there? Yeah, they tried to grab me one time. Okay. 
Yeah, they tried to grab me, man. Three, see, it's funny because they were Deuce Trey, right? But they're all three of these guys were all white dudes. They were the only three full blooded white dudes ever from 23rd. Good dudes. One of those guys passed away, man. Good, good guy. I knew for years and years, man. My guy, Tommy Guns. He was a solid dude, man. He ended up, uh, his was more like, I don't I, I don't want to speak falsely. I believe it was, it was more natural causes less um, anything. But, uh, yeah, him, him and the other two other guys, man, they came, they came. I was, uh, I was by my kid's mom's house and I was standing out in front and I didn't forget it. DJ is the other dude. He had a, a Caprice at the time, like a, a box Chevy Caprice and, and they pulled up. Right. And I already knew right at first, I think, and I was like, damn, man, these are three big dudes at this time. So you can remember, I'm like, I'm like, you know, 14, 15. So I'm maybe like a buck, buck 40 <laughs> soaking wet. Right. They pull up, man. I remember, I remember them pulling summer night, man. You know, everybody's out hanging out. And uh, like some of the some of the guys from from my chapter are in the back of the house, and they pull up. They're like, "Hey yo!" They're like, "Hey, where's uh uh?" uh they were asking for one of the for one of the uh the brothers from 19th Street, right? One of the older guys. And I'm like, "Oh, he's in the house. He's in the house." I'm like, "Come on, come in. Like, we're in the back." They're like, "No, nah, man." And, and then they start talking real low. I'm like, "What?" And they're like, "Come here." Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't want to talk to me from from uh from from the street, and I'm on the sidewalk. So I walk up, right? And then and then I lean down. To, to start talking to, to Tommy. I leaned down into the window like this they and he tried me. to grab me, man. <laughs> he tried to grab me over the top and he pulled my whole shirt off and I took off running. They had my shirt. So they almost got me <laughs> time, man. Uh, yeah, I was, I was, I was so I, I have yeah. no experiences with kidnapping a friend, but I actually wish I would have done that because that sounds like it could have been fun. So it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. We had a, we had a legit kidnapping one time, man. And I'll tell you about it. It wasn't, it's not what you think. Like it wasn't like some random person. It was a, it was one of the guys who was trying to be with us. And, uh, and, and but I'll save that for another time. That's, that's, <laughs> so that's not a prank. That was a real deal. Uh, you know what pranks were funny though, man, that we used to do a lot were like party pranks. You know, like guys get, guys get drunk, you know, and then they can't handle it. And, and, and like I said, man, like we were the worst hazers. Um, like we were bad. I know I was bad. Like I, I, I still feel like a dirtbag for some of the stuff I did for real. Like, I think back like, oh my God, like I would have hated you. <laughs> I would have hated me if somebody would have did to me what I did to them. And I apologize to anybody out there that, that got it like that. But man, it was rough, man. I remember one time, and this is my boy, like these are my boys, but you know, it was just you were a victim of circumstance, man. If you if you <laughs> fell asleep, like you were you were you were at risk. I remember one time my boy, he was fading, man. He was so drunk, he didn't want to go to sleep, right? He's so drunk. He knows, he knows the game, right? He's like, Man, if I go to sleep, I'm done. That's what he's thinking. And he's so drunk, right? And I'm laughing, right? Because I know he can barely even, he can barely even function. And so I'm sitting right next to him. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, you don't want to go to sleep, brother? He's like, no, nah, I don't want to go to sleep, man. I'm like, why? He's like, because I don't want nothing to happen. I don't want nothing to happen to me, man. He's like, I don't want nothing to happen to me. I'm like, I'm like, no. And so I'm sitting right next to him. I put my arm around him. And I'm talking to him. And I literally shave his eyebrows off. I'm like, man, why don't you want to go to sleep, though? I tell my, he don't even know. He don't know. His eyebrows are gone. You wore a bandana for like three weeks down to here. Yo, I mean, that's my buddy, though, man. I love him, man. And, and I feel bad about it afterwards. But it was funny. It was funny as hell during the time. I know I'd have been hot if it happened. Uh, we, got, we, got, we got one of the guys. Uh, <laughs> I won't put his name out there because, I, you know what I mean, maybe he'll be on the show one day. I don't know. But um, uh, one of my boys, man, younger guy, he was a couple years younger than this. You know, the young guys, man, they have it rough, man. They, they trying to come around and, you know, they, they can't really handle their alcohol. And so he, we're at Rick's house. And so we're in Rick's basement getting drunk and, and he, he's, he's gone. He, he goes out, right? He goes out bad. And then we got another future, right? And, and he goes out, right? So they're both out. Both the futures are out, right? 
Now, one of them's got short hair and the other one's got like, I don't even know how to say it. Like it's long hair, right? But it's like, uh, you know, where it's like boxed and then there's a braid on each one, you know, like individual braids, you know, I mean, he's, he's, he was like, he was like Puerto Rican or something. So it's mm -hmm. long, right? He's got long hair boxed and braided, right? So my brother was ruthless too. He was one of the most. You didn't vicious. cut I mean, off. When it came to pranks, you didn't cut off his braid. Listen, my bro my brother was. Listen, my brother was a savage. <laughs> I'm glad he was my brother because he was. He was. And and one thing about it is he wouldn't complain if you got him. Like because he knew what he, he knew what he was in for, right? But he was always on point, man. It was like he was always ready. So, anyways. My brother and two, right? The dynamic duo, man. These two right here, man. They, I'm going to tell you right now. Together, they are trouble, man. You throw me in there, and it's bound to be trouble. Both of these guys happen to be Toots' cousin, too. Toots' cousin. One of the guys, I almost said his name. <laughs> one of the guys, Tim takes one of the guy, the guy with the short hair. And he literally takes the clippers. <laughs> and his hair is, like, not long, man. It's probably, like, maybe a little bit shorter than he, Maybe a little bit shorter than yours, right? And he was going to get a haircut the next day, I think, too. Because uh, it was getting long. But my brother, my brother, you know, he's a retard. So, so the GDs, right? This is, this is, I'm just going to, just so there's informational purposes. The GDs, their, their, their um, national sign is like, I mean, it's a six point star, but it's also like a pitchfork that goes up, right? It's like a pitchfork. So my brother, my brother put a pitchfork in the top <laughs> of his head, right? Then on one side of it, he drew a big Nazi sign. He's got a big Nazi sign in his head. <laughs> on the other side, he drew a big dick on his head. Oh man, yo, he was mad when he woke up, but not as mad as the other guy. Because what what Toot did, Toot was a savage too. Toot literally was 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 cutting like every other braid. So he woke up and his head looked like a chessboard. You know what I mean? He had a ball spot. He got one here, one. He was mad, yo. He was I I he wanted to fight. Like he almost wanted to fight. Like he was that mad. And I don't blame him. You know, especially now looking back, but. Yeah, those were those were those were savage pranks, man. Those were those were crazy. But I mean, we do we used to do stuff like that a lot. We used to have a lot of uh, just random fun nights like that, man. Where you know, dude, you'll you'll see it in their eyes, man. I mean, if you've drank at all in your life, you no, know, really, yeah, 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 yeah. they're gone. That's it, lights <laughs> out. You know what I mean? So so those are those are some of the ones, man. They're pretty funny, man. There's like little ones, you know, but none none. I can't I can't remember right now anymore that really stick out besides those. Did ones. you? This kind of brings up a serious question about pranks. So if you were a future, because if I remember, a future is not a Latin king, but is trying to get into the Latin kings, correct? Right. So if you were a future, right, right. pretty much if you got drunk and passed out, was it guaranteed something was going to happen to you? Like when you were a future, did you get it like I mean, 10x compared to somebody like that was already in the gang? I mean, yeah, yeah, that's kind of, that's the nature yeah. of the beast. Well, and that's what it's I would assume. It's almost like a rookie coming into a locker room as a football player, you know. But, like I said, you know, I was fortunate, I was, I was, I was fortunate enough to where, you know, for lack of a better term, I could handle my alcohol, you know, and, and I had a pretty good tolerance and understanding of how to keep myself balanced when I got to a certain point, you know, and, and from a young age. So I never really got like what I dished out, like being honest, like I got hazed and I got hazed in a different way. And then mine was more, I feel like almost, almost felt like a little more personal, you know, like hazing, hazing in the sense where I'd be catching random violations on the weekend for nothing, you know, things like that, man, where it's like a test of your will. This is kind of already after I was a king, but as a future, nah, man, I, I was lucky enough to be mature for my age 
and able to handle my alcohol, able to handle, you know, smoking. And so I didn't, I didn't get it as bad. I mean, we gave it out bad, man. We, we had, uh, you know, we, we, we did it all, man. I mean, anything stupid you could possibly think of, man. You know, I mean, it, it, and, and there's stuff right here. I don't want to really, I don't really want to talk about because I know that people will probably take it, you know, they'll be upset about it. It wasn't personal, but, but I mean, you know, just dumb things, disorderly things, like things you get criminals damage of property and just dumb stuff as drunks, like, you know, that guys did. And, and it just kind of went along with what we were doing in our life. But, you know, at the time it was funny looking back, it's dumb, you know, but so, you know, like I said, yeah, I, I was, I was definitely uh, lucky to be the pranker, I guess, instead of, yeah, see, I mean, so there's, there's some parallels, man. There's some yeah. similarities, you know what it's like. I mean, it's yeah, it's, common. It, it, it's, we never took it as far as like shaving people's heads or anything like that. But like, I can recall yeah, some times of waking up with, with, you know, when a girl had done my face up all beautiful and stuff like that while I was passed yeah. out or. Yeah. I did get my fingernails <laughs> one time. I was, I was pretty much, I did get my fingernails. By choice or, so or. It was actually. No. <laughs> no, no. I was, I was drunk. I was drunk. I was drunk. And then the, the sad part, you know, the, the, the humbling part is that it was really only these three nails, this one, <laughs> this one, and this one. And those are the three I needed to throw up the crown. So every time I, I got, when I got up, I threw up the crown. I had, I had three nails. I got, got. There was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there was some thought put in that. <laughs> so. Yeah, there, you know what I mean? You win some, you lose some, man. I took the L on that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the pranks don't sound too bad. I mean, the paintball gun, gun one, I can definitely see the dangers in that and why that was not a good idea because yeah. that could have turned awful very yeah. quickly. It could. It could have. But all the other ones are pretty harmless, you yeah, know, definitely. hair grows back and, and stuff like that. So, yeah. For the most part. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you're right, man. Yeah. yeah. Those ones were kind of, I mean, we did a lot of other stupid stuff, man. That I guess you wouldn't really consider a prank because it was more like just destructive drunk things. Right. So I guess that that's, doesn't really count. Knocking motorcycles over, dumb stuff. like. That. But um, what was I going to say? I, I was going to say something before that. You made me think of those those, uh, those big ticket items. But yeah, I mean, it's just dumb stuff like that, man. To be at 13, 14, 15, like drunk, wasted, walking somewhere at four in the morning. You know, you're, you're literally. Looking yeah. For you just look around for something to do, basically. That does sound very familiar. We just did watered down things compared to what you guys did so which makes sense yeah you know yeah, a little bit a little bit you were you were very comfortable playing on the outskirts of the law whereas we weren't quite that way so you know it makes sense yeah once 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 you cross the yeah. line you got to <laughs> yeah. yeah you're there so you start you start living accordingly so. cool do you have any other stories or is that pretty much no that's that's pretty much it man sweet. just kind of short and sweet you know, just, just kind of give guys to, uh, you know, give everybody a, a little look in and see, you know, there's bright times for us. Not, it's kind of dark, it's dark humor, but you know I mean? It's, it's, it's a reality. But, it, but it's still humor. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's stuff. important for people to see that, yeah. that it wasn't all just running around shooting at each other and stuff like that, you know, like, like right. I. Right. And, and also it shows, it shows too, like, I don't mean to interrupt you, but it shows why our bonds were the way they were within each other, right? Like, I mean, we really develop camaraderie in an everyday, you know, everyday line of communication. Like, you can tell why guys were mm -hmm. so tight-knit 
and then the the you know the crimes and the violence and stuff like that that came that came along with it because you know obviously protecting each other and believing in this cause you know things like that but but yeah mm-hmm. I think I think it shows a little bit of normalized crime if yeah I may. you know what I mean and 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 it makes it it makes it uh not necessarily understandable right but it makes you at least get an inside look that it was more than getting together every morning and planning to go commit crimes and right. break the law. And I'm, I'm sure to a certain extent, you guys would have been very happy just doing that all the time, but it just happened to be that the way the lifestyle worked, you had to do, there were points in times where things got a little bit darker and you had to do things that were less than desirable. And, and, and I think it is important that right. people see that there is more to the gang than just that aspect of it. The aspect right. that we hear about on a day-to-day basis. So. Right. And to be fair, to be fair, just completely, you know, uh, calling the balls and strikes here. There was a lot of times where, yeah, we had to do what we had to do, but then, you know, just being honest, there's a lot of times where we did things that we didn't have to. Do. And, and so, so it goes both ways, you know what I mean? And there's accountability on both sides. So, you know, I think yeah, that's important. That is very all right. Well, I think we'll we can wrap this one up. Um, uh, uh, we appreciate everybody's support on this podcast. As always, if you have questions, comments, anything, uh, you can reach out to us at normalizedcrime at gmail.com. And we will be back next week with another episode. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to Normalized Crime. Stay tuned for the next episode.